Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another player profile and projection. It's our first combo episode, two for one, and it's the guys that had the same job as my co-host, Jerry Blevins. Two relievers on the New York Mets, two good ones, Adam Adovino and David Robertson. Jerry, you recently had the pleasure of speaking to one of these guys for your SNY gig. I did. I got to shoot about 30 minutes of video with Adovino, and I have to say that I'm a big fan of his. I have always been, but watching him day-to-day, I think or I, I got confirmed through a lot of interviews and then our interactions that he goes about his style of pitching the same way I did. He's very cerebral. He attacks the game similar. We have, you know, we have the same like thought process. So I'm a big fan of his before even bigger fan now. That's weird to say because because he, he's more like the way I did it, so sure. I'm more of a fan. <laughs> All right, I'll admit it. All right, uh, that's a little selfish of mine, a little egotistical, but it's the truth because I like guys that think – in today's era of pitching, a lot of it's all about technology because you have all these high-speed cameras and spin axis and they know spin efficiency and all that. But I think most of it is because you guys just know how to spin it, but they don't know how to pitch. Adovino does both, and he's at that age uh, where he can take advantage of his knowledge of learning how to pitch and learning how to pitch inside of technology. Jerry, the first thing I want to say is, you know you're allowed to say that you were a good MLB pitcher. You know, you're around for a dozen years. You're allowed to <laughs> reference. But it's weird to say oh, I, know, I like I it, get it because he does it the way I did it. Is I can't say silly? I'm a great blitzball hitter, but, like, we all know that I am, you know? Like, we can all just say it. But that's beside the point. Adam Onovino loves New York. He is back on a two-year deal. We're very happy to have him back because Adam Onovino was really, really good for the Mets last year. Kind of a huge – I wouldn't call it a surprise. I think everyone is expecting him to be a part of this bullpen, be effective. But he was fantastic for the Mets as the setup man. I, the one outing I remember that was kind of the blip was that Nick Castellanos three-run homer. And then ever since then, for the rest of the season – he was lights out. Wasn't that the I pitched three days in a row yep. for the first time yep. all year? He was the first guy to do it, and then he gave it Never up. Never did it again. <laughs> he said he was good, but uh, he had a fantastic year a la um, – oh, crap. How did I forget his name? Mr. Uh, Bush Light. Oh, Aaron Luke. He he gave me Aaron Luke. I'm going to pretend I didn't hear that. That's, I'm that's pretend fair. I didn't we're, we're, we're recording this live. <sighs> Miss you, Aaron. Miss you, Aaron. I do too. <laughs> but the, the difference between what Aaron Luke did, obviously he was incredible – uh, he had a better season statistically than Adovino did. But what I liked from Adovino, I think, is closer to being repeatable to what he did last year because of the way he did it. I think Loop was a little bit of um, regression to the mean, which he right. did in, in, in Anaheim last year. He didn't have a great year. But I could see Adovino uh, going into age 37 having a fantastic year again. Yeah, 
Spoiler alert. Yeah, I'm in 66 <laughs> games last year, which is way more than I remember, so that's awesome. 2.06 ERA, 0.97 whip, 79 punch outs, a 10.8 K per nine, and just 16 walks on the year. He had a terrific season leading into the ninth inning for Edwin Diaz. And uh, who knows if he still fills that role because there's some competition now with David Robertson, who was a World Series closer last year. I'm very curious to see where these two fall in line in terms of their roles for the year. But David Robertson, a very welcome addition. Do you want to do just Adovino then get to David yeah, Robertson? Yeah, I think okay, we can perfect. segment it. I just want to tease. You That's know? perfect because they, they will be in Drew Smith interchangeable back there, even Brooks Raley. Those, they're, who, depending on how the lineup works up, they'll be able to play matchups. That's bullpen's so good. <laughs> One of the things that he did last year that he and I got to talk to him again yesterday about, well, it won't be yesterday when this airs, but I got to talk to him about it was a conscious effort over the last few years before last season. His walks were getting up there and he was a, he had gotten away from pitching in the zone and he attacked the zone last year. He started throwing his change up more because he learned in his, in the world famous lab now that he has in Manhattan where he can, has those high speed cameras uh, he learned to throw that changeup, but also his fastball. He's 37. His fastball has been the same speed at 94 to 96 since a decade ago. He's been able to maintain his effectiveness. He has that great two-seamer. But the reason his walks were so low, because he made a conscious effort to throw those pitches in the zone and to trust it. And he's learned how to pitch off of that nasty slider and be able to use those, um, use some of those tricks that you learn paying attention to hitters and reading swings to be even more effective with those pitches so yeah if you are a baseball savant guy uh, you're going to want to check out Adovino's. i think we, we touched on diaz having a hundredth percentile on pretty much everything on his baseball savant adam Adovino is pretty much up there too he's 99th average exit velocity 97th hard hit percentage it's a lot of red which you like to see on baseball savant like in general. incredible to have that much like deep red like right. that's you know if you're not a savant person that just like it categorizes you in percentages and all of the important stuff he's like 96 percentile and up it's incredible and in 2021 that walk per nine was 5.1 his percentile rankings were still good in 2021 he had good stuff the slider was still effective but he wasn't able to control it wasn't generating enough whiffs last year a 2.2 walk per nine that's a three point unit dr- uh, drop there and the strikeouts were still there but you see his era drop by over two runs same workload so clearly adam adovino changed something for the better when he came to the mets yeah he had a lot less traffic that whip we talk about walks and hits per innings pitched it's a basically just means how many base runners are, every time you throw one inning how many base runners do you allow right. and anything under like a one three is incredible he had under a 1. He had a .975 last year. And the years before, it was a 1.45, a 1.58, yeah. a 1.3. Like, just he had gotten away from him. And he learned to be more effective. He made a change to be in the zone more often. And it paid off a big time last year. Yeah, and the Mets have a really unique bullpen in that way that, you know, a bunch of different arm slots, different velocities, different things that these guys are good at, but they all come after you. None of them are trying to carve the zone or anything like that. They're all attacking hitters, which I think, one, is great for the spectator as a Mets fan. <laughs> uh, it gets a little scary in those late close games. Yeah, less palpitations, that's for sure. But Adam Montevino's slider still has as much zip as it did 10 years ago. And I love the signing. Two years, $14.5 million, a 2024 player option. 
uh, kind of it felt like a why not signing. You've already spent so much money. Your bullpen's in a good spot, but why not bring back Adam Montevino if you can? And he wants to play here, which he clearly does because he loves New York. He's a Brooklyn, Brooklyn born. He lives in New York. Like this is a, a an easy fit for him. He's happy to come back at his point in his career. First of all, shout out to the two year deal. Yeah. for a guy that's thirty seven years old makes me very happy, uh, especially a bullpen guy. But he deserves it. He was elite. Like, as the numbers suggest, as the Mets fans probably remember last year, we were going into that PPP. I thought he might be a righty specialist, especially because of that high walk um, high walk totals that he right, had. Right. But he changed it around. He made himself significantly better. And he talked about some of the things that he was, he was doing going into this year that he wants to do better, too. So I don't see why these projections aren't capable. And these are the projections from Steamer for this year. 64 innings pitch, which is very close to last year. Uh, three and 13 holds, but he has a 3.66 ERA, which is up from the 2.06 that he had. His 1.24 whip, which is way up above his .97 from last year. Ks are about the same, 72 this year for 79. Ks per nine is the same. Um, higher walks, higher home runs per nine, higher fielding independent pitching. And then a lower war. He had a 1.1 Fangraphs war, and they won a point four. That's kind of so insignificant. But they think he's going to be a good chunk worse than he was last year, but still very, very good. Yeah, this is still an effective reliever in my book. I mean, it might not be the lights out eighth inning guy that you want Ottavino to be, but now that you have Brooks Raley in the fold, hopefully Drew Smith with a larger workload, and then David Robertson, who we're going to touch on. There's not as much pressure on Ottavino to be that lockdown guy to bridge the gap from the starter to Edwin Diaz. And I think that's good. I don't think Adam Ottavino is going to put up these worser numbers. I don't think he's going to regress that much. Uh, point being, Adam Ottavino, I think, is going to be good again this year. Might not be the two ERA guy you saw last year, but as long as he keeps attacking the zone, keeping that walk rate down, and uh, he still has that great defense behind him, I like uh, the recipe for Adam Ottavino. I like it too. Big time. But as I alluded to before, new kid on the block not really a kid do you want to do his over under first yeah i i was actually thinking we can combo them at the end i think that might be fun all right let's do that all right cool david robertson also on the block another signing that happened uh in the flurry of met signings actually on the same day as brandon nimmo if i remember correctly uh one year 10 million for him which is kind of a steal considering just how good of a career uh david robertson has had if you haven't looked at his baseball reference recently go look at it david robertson has had a stellar career for a reliever um, I'm and sure if our, most of our fans are New York bound, they've seen him in a Yankee uniform enough to realize how good he is and was. Right. And, you know, there were a couple of years there where we weren't sure uh, if David Robertson was going to be able to rebound in that way. You know, he had some injuries with the Phillies in 19, didn't pitch in 2020, uh, only threw 12 innings in 2021, and then came back last year with the Cubs. Was absolutely fantastic for them. Got traded at the deadline to the Phillies and rode with that team to the World Series where he was pitching a ton of playoff innings. And that is the kind of guy that I'm very excited to welcome into the clubhouse. He just had a very long, successful season. Yeah, he got hurt with Philly, and that kind of really derailed his career. What got him back was he went and pitched really well on the Olympics and then signed with Tampa out of that and then had a spectacular year last year. I mean, his his totals, he weren't it wasn't great with Philly, but they 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 tried to pitch him into the ground yeah. at the end of last I think they were year. Making in the up playoffs. For lost time, probably. Yeah, they were trying to <laughs> yeah, they were making up for the, the contract where he was hurt most. Uh, and it showed he he kind of uh faded a little bit at the end like all their pitchers did. I they they really had to um pitch all of their guys they didn't have much depth and that's what the one thing this 
his addition with Adovino, with Drew Smith, it creates depth in that bullpen for those high-leverage back-end guys that, that, that their Phillies were missing. Right. Uh, regular season last year, 63 and two-thirds innings, got 20 saves locked down between two teams, 2-4 ERA, 1.16 whip, 81 punch-outs to just 35 walks. And in the playoffs, he had a decent workload as well, as we mentioned before, an additional six and two-thirds innings there, including four shutout innings in the World Series. Not so bad. But yeah, they were definitely using him a lot towards the end. I don't think his stuff was as sharp, but David Robertson has proved that he's still got it. Another 37-year-old welcoming into the fold. And uh, another guy that could really be a nice bridge to Edwin Diaz. Because I don't think I think we're, we're in agreement that neither of these guys will be getting ninth-inning opportunities. I think they expect that as well with Edwin Diaz back there. But these are two awesome weapons to have for the seventh and eighth inning. I agree. This guy's uh, an established closer. So I think if if Edwin Diaz has to pitch the eighth and maybe the the end of the seventh into the eighth, and depending on a, a a lineup where it's only the middle is really like devastating, and then they fade away, I can see him pitching the eighth, Diaz locking down the eighth, and then uh, your guy Robertson who had. 30 saves three straight years, almost 40, uh, with the Yankees and the White Sox. I mean, this guy has a great history of, of closing, so he's definitely one of the eighth-inning guys they're going to be counting on. Kind of a nice thing for both guys. They both have closer experience. Adovino got used a ton with those 2018 Rockies that made the wildcard game. He was a closer part-time for the Red Sox in 21. Both these guys are used to the ninth inning leverage spot, which I really, really like. It just gives the Mets options, barring any injuries or anything like that. Uh, David Robertson, what is he now? Two years removed from Tommy John surgery. Looking pretty good, which I kind of forgot about, honestly. Well, I mean, that, the Phillies didn't. Yeah, they didn't at all. <laughs> they clearly were not worried about it. Yeah, but he, again, he, he established himself again. He faded when he got traded over to Philly. That's what we talked about in the Quintana, or uh, in Quintana mentioned a few times how good he was when he got traded. Nobody really paid off uh, in the trade. You remember a guy named Darren Rowe? I uh, don't, actually. I don't recall his name, but maybe we will uh, at some point next week. Who knows? Uh, The steamer projection on Robertson, very, very similar to Adovino. So I think they're kind of uh, having similar thinking there. These guys fill out a very similar profile in terms of what they bring to the Mets and all that. Uh, 62 innings pitched, uh, 15 holds, a 3.63 ERA, just a smidge off the mark for Adovino. A one two nine whip, seventy two punch outs, twenty seven walks, zero point three F four. Again, these are great reliever numbers. Maybe one of these guys needs to click and be that elite eighth inning guy, and I'm willing to hedge bets that that's possible. The steamer projections are they're they're basically mirrored. They're pretty much the exact same. And then again, maybe if, they got lazy and they're like, let's just find <laughs> copy they paste. Just, they use their like math to just make a, a few manip, uh, manipulations. But again, if you get this from these guys, I think you would be okay. But once one of the Brooks Raley, Drew Smith would have to step up into that elite status right. for to really help out Edwin Diaz. But I think one of these guys could do that. But I would be happy. I would be content with both of their years being what they're projected at. But I also feel that both of their years Could be are going to be going to be better. Yes. I still believe in, in old guys. It might be a complete bias on my part. Of course. But uh, I, I believe in both of them. Which over-under do you want to start with? Because I find one easy to answer and one kind of hard to answer. I agree. Um, <laughs> so let's do the easy one, and that's the David Robertson ERA of 3.6, but I do want to. I do want to change it. You want to change it. I do want to change it. Max because, is fuming. Well, sorry, Max. You are <laughs> a very smart man, but I want to make this 
a difficult thought process. Okay, I like it. So I'm going to put the over-under, the ERA over-under at 2.8. I thought you were going to say 3. 2.8 makes it harder for me, I think. Me as well. Because I think if you said 3, I would have said under. Let's say 2. Yeah, let's stick to 2.8 I think is a good spot. I would take the over in that case. And uh, I, I don't think... I think either side is a possibility, as I've said in many of the over-unders. Um, I think I'm more of a believer in Adovino just because I think I got to watch Adovino pitch a lot last year and see the adjustments that, adjustments that he made in lifetime. Robertson, I'm not as familiar with. I did want the Mets to trade for him. They ended up letting him go to the rival, which kind of stuck. But David Robertson, you know, we'll see how the workload goes because he did get used a lot last year. He's still coming off that TJ surgery. Uh, but I think he's going to be effective. And if he gives you that, you know, lower three ERA and eats up 60 innings, take that to the bank. That's well worth $10 million in my book. Cool. I like that because I'm going to take the under Beautiful. still. I think he's going to be about as good as he was last year. I mean, because four ERA last year. That's, that's fun, really fantastic. Good. I think if we get somewhere in that level, there's some wiggle room, obviously. I think he'll be very effective. So I'll take the under um, on a 2.8 ERA. Well, I'm glad you made that over-under interesting because the Ottavino one is interesting as well. And I'm glad that Max decided on using whip here because whip was a big talking point for us in terms of Ottavino keeping runners off base last season and that being a key to success. So we had a 0.98 whip last year in 2022. We mentioned the high marks they had before that. Specifically, 2021 was a 145. So Max has this at a 1.1 whip for 2023. I'm going to defer to you to answer first on Man, this one. how dare you. I answered first last time, so. Oh, this is a good line. It's because, a great line. Because 1.1 is like true... Uh, uh, very, very good. That is like if he has a one-one, he could have the two-point-two ERA. Kind of that. That usually translates in, into that era, which is where I think he'll be. Um, gosh, one-point-one. I'm going to take the under because I I want to root for him These again. Are your guys, I know it's so hard. I'm They're such a guys. homer sometimes, but I truly feel like Adovino has elevated his game uh, with some of the st- like some of the tweaks that he makes and I think the I am worried we talked about it a little bit not worried the the pitch clock because he he's very slow but a lot of it again when we talked about it his I work slow too but a lot of it was based on the hitters uh, because I used to stand up there and wait for so long that I'd have to step off because the hitters get in there digging, calling time, no making sure, here, brother. Making, no sure my, whatsoever. My, making sure my, my bracelets are on real what? tight and my <laughs> necklace is good so I can hit. Jerry, they have 95-mile-per-hour fastballs oh coming my, out I them. Gotta, oh, <laughs> I got to kick the, the, the dirt out of my queen make sure oh it's okay. My. Don't show us the Trevor Plouffe. <laughs> Don't do <laughs> Time, please. Don't fall. I'm, I'm also not, taking the I under. Wasn't ready. That's crazy. I wasn't ready. <laughs> <laughs> I've gone off the rails. I, I'm taking the under because I said I was an Ottavino believer, and I have to stick like to that. It. I can't be a negative Nancy on both of these but the guys. Over there, I don't think is negative. No, I don't. Th- if you keep it under one three, I'm a happy camper. Yeah, I think, I think so, so too. I think if, I think a one two would be the mark where I would definitely be under. Yeah. If it's over a one two, I think his year kind of. Is still very good, but not at that elite level like he was last year. So you year. like Max's line here. So he redeemed himself. He redeemed himself. I wouldn't say redeem, but he oh. nailed it here. Oh, he did nail it. I, I, didn't I appreciate think he, it. He wasn't doesn't need redeeming. I agree. Okay. He's too smart. He doesn't need it. And I think that's an episode. That's a PPP. 
Cue the music. Cue the music, Jack. Guys, guess what? There's another one tomorrow. That's right. Stay tuned for tomorrow as we put in blank player. Yeah, we can't tell you because then you you won't tune in. Just make up your own thoughts. Tune in again tomorrow. Share it with your friends. Let's go Mets. Leave a like, review, whatever. All those Love you guys. Let's go Mets. Listen to the music. It wasn't ready. (laughs) My boy sweat. He pitched it too fast. My boy sweat. (laughs) 